0: Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirk and with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Now this is the second show of the year and we're going to start off with a mystery. That's right, a mystery of something in the cosmos And we don't know what it is. And so I've engaged Professor Ray Norris from all the way from Australia. And he's come to us through the wonders of the Internet. And he's going to tell us about these things called orcs, odd radio circles. Is that what they're called? And good afternoon, Ray.
1: Good afternoon, Michelle.
0: So, what are these mysterious objects that you found in the sky? What all about them?
1: Well, I wish I knew what they were. What we actually see, when we are observing the sky with the uh, Australian Square Kilometre Array Pathfinder telescope, which we've just built, and we saw all our radio galaxies and things like that, which you expect to see. And amongst them were these circles in the sky. And at first, of course, you think, well, there's obviously something wrong with the telescope. Yes, the, the radio currents were smudge on the lens. But we did a whole load of tests and, no, it wasn't that. They really are real. And we said, so what, what could these circles be? Well, we do see circles in the sky like this. For example, we see them when a star explodes at the end of its life as a supernova remnant, and those produce circles. But those are all in our galaxy in the Milky Way, and these things are way outside our galaxy. Another way you could produce them is where you've got a galaxy... Uh, with an enormous amount of star formation going on, and new stars being born, and often that happens in a circle around the center of the galaxy. Could it be that? No, because in the optical, at optical wavelengths, we don't see any big galaxy corresponding to these circles. So all we have are these circles of radio emission in the sky, and we don't see them at other wavelengths or the telescopes. We don't see them in the optical, we don't see them in the X ray, and so on. And so at this stage, it'd be lovely if I could say, so after some more thought, we decided that what they were was X. Actually, we don't know what X is. Yes. Oh, actually, a total mystery.
0: So this is like crop circles in the sky. We don't know what they are.
1: Well, I think we know what crop circles are.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> possibly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but no, we don't know what these are. So obviously, we put a lot of thought into this. My best guess, and I should stress this is only a guess, is that they're uh, a gigantic explosion, which has happened in a, in a galaxy. And we're seeing a shockwave, a spherical shockwave, going out from the galaxy. And we're seeing a ring of emission uh, from the edge of that sphere. So we know that things do go bang in the middle of galaxies. We see gravitational wave sources. We see uh, things called fast radio bursts and so on gamma ray bursters. We know that things do go bang. The sort of thing that could cause it is maybe the collision of two black holes. But what we found, initially, we didn't really know how far they were. Um, We were lucky enough to get uh, observations with the uh, South African Meerkat telescope. And it's beautifully complementary to the Australian ASCAP telescope. ASCAP sees wide things very well. Uh, Meerkat's very good at going deep. And with Meerkat, Uh, we can see, yes, in the middle of these things, there is a blob of radio emission corresponding to a galaxy. So these things are surrounding a galaxy. And those galaxies are like a billion light years away. They're quite a long way away. And so these orcs, these circles, are about a million light years across.
0: And so these radio circles are a million light years across... Oh, my, my goodness me. And they're a very long way away, and we don't know what they are. And are they move, are they moving at all?
1: No, I mean the thing is, because they're so large, they obviously created a long time ago. You don't really expect to see any motion with them. You'd have to wait an awful long time to see anything change. And the other problem is they really are so faint. You know, we, we need the best telescopes in the world, like ascap and Meerkat, to see them. They're really, really hard to see. That's why we haven't seen them before with other radio telescopes, which uh, are so faint.
0: I see. So now we've got these big telescopes. We're seeing objects we've never seen before, and we're wondering right. what the heck they are. So I'm presuming that you're now going to go ahead with more research and more observations and try and determine what the heck these things are sitting there in the cosmos.
1: Absolutely right. So we have more observations planned and all the telescopes we can get our hands on. Uh, we'd really love to see them at other wavelengths. That'll give us a bit of a handle. But so far... They only seem to be at radio wavelengths, so it's very hard to study.
0: Well, my goodness, it's fantastic to start the year off with a mystery, and I will report back during the year if we do get some more hints as to what these things are. Uh, for now, it's uh, it's up to me to thank uh, Professor Ray Norris from Australia for telling us about these odd radio circles. Uh, so thank you very much, Ray.
1: Thank you. My pleasure.
0: And for now, this is Ketchell Kirkham wishing us clear skies. <laughs> Oh uh.